the hour cometh as now is when the true worshiper shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him o lord open thou our lips and our mouth shall show forth thy praise glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen praise ye the lord the lord's name be praised together psalm 95 on page 459 O come let us sing unto the lord let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms for the lord is a great god and a great king above all gods in his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also the sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land O come let us worship and fall down and kneel before the lord our maker for he is the lord our god and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 51 on page 403. Have mercy upon me, O God, after thy great goodness. According to the multitude of thy mercy, do away mine offenses. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my faults, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee only have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified in thy saying, and clear when thou shalt judge. Behold, I was shapen in wickedness, and in sin hath my mother conceived me. But, lo, thou requirest truth in the inner, inward parts, and thou shalt make me to understand wisdom secretly. Thou shalt purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Thou shalt wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Thou shalt make me hear of joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Turn thy face from my sins, and put out all my misdeeds. Make me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. O oh, give me the comfort of thy help again, and establish me with thy free spirit. Then shall I teach thy ways unto the wicked, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, that thou art, thou that art the God of my health, and my tongue shall sing of thy righteousness. Thou shalt open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall show thy praise. For thou desirest no sacrifice, else I would give it thee, but thou delightest not in burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, thou shalt not despise. O be favorable and gracious unto Zion, build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifice of righteousness, with the burnt offerings and oblations. 
Then shall they, they, they offer young bullocks upon thine altar. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, in the beginning is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 19th chapter of the book of First Kings. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, also how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow, about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life, and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he prayed that he might die, and said, It is enough. Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Then, as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Then he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals, and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. So he arose and ate and drank, and went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights, as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. <clears throat> And there he went into a cave, and spent the night in that place. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? So he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. Then he said, Go out, and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains, and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. So it was, when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. Then the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when you arrive, anoint Haziel as king over Syria. <clears throat> also you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi, as king over Israel, and Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Meholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. It shall be that whoever escapes the sword of Haziel, Jehu will kill, and whoever escapes the sword of Jehu, Elisha will kill. Yet I have reserved seven thousand in Israel, all those whose, all whose knees have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. So he departed from there, 
and found Elisha the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he was with the twelfth. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him, and then he left the oxen and ran after Elijah, and said, Please let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. And he said to him, Go back again, for what have I done to you? So Elisha turned back from him, and took a yoke of oxen, and slaughtered them, and boiled their flesh, using the oxen's equipment, and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he arose and followed Elijah, and became his servant. Here ended the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of the Epistle of James. My brethren, let not many of you become teachers knowing that we should receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths, that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder, wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea, is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men, who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above 
is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Here ended the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of the servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he swore to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we beseech thee, grant thy people grace to withstand the temptations of the world, the flesh, and the devil, and with pure hearts and minds to follow thee, the only God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, of all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. In our passage from the Kings today, you know, Elijah, I think that the sort of <clears throat> emotional setting for him is that he's just performed this great act at, you know, God has performed this thing through him of conquering all the prophets of Baal and winning the battle. And the expectation would be that, of course, both Ahab and Jezebel would finally recognize that as as the people said on Mount Carmel, the Lord, he is God. And instead, uh, Jezebel doubles down on uh, her desire to kill Elijah. And so Elijah runs in a kind of despairing, you know, what more what more can I do kind of thing? Um, it should be noted that this this. Uh, <clears throat> this kind of pattern of having a, you know, a, a, a miraculous sign of God's power that ought to convert everybody, instead being <clears throat> the the uh, causing a reaction of a greater, um, you know, sort of show of evil, <clears throat> is pretty common scripturally. You know, Moses goes to Egypt and he shows Pharaoh the, the the miracles, here's God, and and instead of Pharaoh saying, oh yeah, here is God, we'll, I'll let your people go, he instead makes the labor of the Israelites harder. Even in, in the New Testament, uh, the sense of, of uh, the resurrection of Jesus conquering evil, the one, the central event of human history, he rises from the dead, and then the church suffers a great deal of persecution. So evil... Um, fights as a as a as an enemy that holds on and so oftentimes we think there's some great triumph and the reaction of that triumph is actually a, a greater energy of evil it doesn't mean evil's winning it actually means um in the words of of revelation uh the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows his time is short it's the wrath of an enemy who so it's kind of paradoxical but it, it, it and so Elijah feels besieged, and he runs in his, his journey now to Mount Horeb, uh, which is the mountain of God, the mountain where Moses got the commandments, um, mirrors some Moses-like things where it's a 40-day journey. Moses was 40 days in the mountain. This ties in, of course, to Jesus in the wilderness for 40 days. Um, and he goes up to the mountain, although unlike when he goes up to the mountain and God meets him, he doesn't meet him in the fire and all of the show that Moses saw. He meets him with a still small voice. And he, Elijah's complaint is, you know, I've been faithful and I'm all alone and here I am. And, and God um, sort of reminds him, no, uh, I'm still in control. Um, I've reserved a remnant, 7,000 who haven't bowed the knee to Baal. Um, and uh, and then he he has Elijah set up the mechanism for judgment. We should re realize now that that we see we see the the mercy and long suffering of God. That God has given Ahab and Jezebel an opportunity to repent with a show of His power. Now that they haven't, now that they're hardened their hearts, 
now there's going to be just judgment. So, so God didn't, the, the judgments of God unfold slowly, and we have to be patient and remember, even now, I think in our time, there's a lot of, you know, we feel like besieged by evil and this onslaught of sort of anti, uh, you know, Christian behavior. And, and what are we going to do? Well, we're, we need to be the remnant who, do, who does not bow the knee to Baal, but prays. And God is, God will judge. Not, none of the stuff that is evil is going to prevail. It may not be overthrown as quickly as we want it to be overthrown. Our role in that is to continue to be the faithful remnant who prays to God, and God will vindicate. God's going to vindicate Elijah. God's going to vindicate his people. God's going to judge the evil, and that's that's a lesson of the story. And of course, it comes to the hand of Jehu, who we will we will see in action in, in subsequent chapters. I think this ties over into the New Testament lesson where, where James talks about the tongue, in the sense that. Um, he says, don't become, don't maybe become teachers. And then he cycles into sins of the tongue, which are so easy for us. But the reason we feel like we need to speak a lot of times is that we have to justify ourselves. Something we have to say, if I don't get my word in, somebody will think this or somebody will do this. And we can't keep silence uh, because we can't wait for God to vindicate us in his good time. Sometimes we can't handle that we, something went, you know, was said that I didn't agree with and, and I can't let it sit and let it go. And so um, it's our self-justifying tendency and our insecurity often <clears throat> that makes us need to say something. And so it's a good discipline in the Christian life to, to, to when I feel like I need to say something, to, to learn to not say something, to, to govern the, the tongue. And this is an act of trusting God, of um and the other aspect of this is when we are in a, in a reactive state and heightened, whatever we say isn't usually very thoughtful. So the, 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 the discipline of governing the tongue is to, when we're feeling triggered and reactive, learn to say and do nothing, calm down, return to our prayer. And then if we have something to say when we're thoughtful, we can come back and say that. And, 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 and um, but being quiet, waiting for the, for the judgment of God to come, uh, knowing that God is in control, we don't always have to say something and fix it right then. So, a few thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of, out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen.
together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Happy Friday. Mm -hmm.